My name is Chris Nizak, and I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. One of the most interesting things about hearing stories from heroes is that Sometimes they skip the small bits, or they make the small bits seem bigger than they were. Or sometimes their minds were on something else anyway. And so, what was important, and good for those of us listening to know, didn't always occur to them to tell me. You you might almost say that there were, there were problems of a nature, uh, almost technical. So they left Flotsam's fortitude. Corby's hangover ringing in his ears so bad he couldn't do anything. He was no good for days on end. Well, um, my constitution is a 14, so I don't get hungover too easily. So at this point, I honestly, I feel incredibly stupid after what I did, because uh, Kelsey's going to no doubt have reminded me how foolish I was. And I'm going to um, cover my blame in uh, manual labor. I will scrub and wipe and clean the decks, whatever it needs doing. I'll make sure that I take care of Kelsey's laundry, mine, Ashani's, Jameson's, anything I need to do just to kind of make myself incredibly useful and as out of the way as a very large man can be. So Corby sang his drinking song for me once, but uh, Ashani made me promise I would never share it. It's, It's rather obscene. It was a rather good song. I am meditating upon the glories of the ocean and uh, Mayim and her majesty and power. We'll have to check the expenses and the detailed receipt and make sure we weren't billed for services not rendered. Yeah, that's a lot of math and big words. You notice that the second mate, Sarai, and the gunner, Amroth are uh, over in a corner by themselves talking in hushed tones. Sarai, she's human. Amroth is a half-orc. The first mate is Rubus Howe. She's a halfling and she goes by Rue. Kelsey found herself with almost nothing to do. Her past misdeeds kept replaying over and over in her head until she couldn't hardly stand it anymore. After all... She was running, and not just from something small. She was running from the Aerosmith clan. Now, I know the Aerosmiths aren't quite what they used to be, but if you remember, at the height of their power, well, they rivaled the Fen family for this island's control. And Kelsey was consumed by self-doubt. I rolled a natural 20. I rolled for stealth. Kelsey, you have stealthed very well. This is why I'm here. You do hear 
What do you mean you didn't get the thing? What do you mean you were supposed to get the thing? You are the most incompetent idiot I have ever worked with! And Sarai will give Amroth a bit of a, an angry push and walk away. Kel- Kelsey, Kelsey, are they, do you, are they saying something? Are they being bad? Shh. So Sarai picks up her clipboard and starts going through some of the supplies they bought back at the floating island. She seems to be double checking to make sure that what they paid for, they have. Oh, well, I'm just going to stand right behind her, watching over her shoulder. Uh, there could be positive reinforcement at some point. It just has to earn it. Oh, for God's sakes, you're my grandmother. Jameson, in the meantime, spent the entire time sleeping in the crow's nest. A seagull lands on Jameson. But what? Oh, good morning, friend of the skies and sea. It's wonderful to be awake this day and not dead. Thank God. Scree! Scree! I pull out my glitter cat. I'm like, away with you now. And I spray it with some glitter. Wait, no. What do birds do? I don't know. It flies away. Finally, they approached the area on the map. Captain Stone will alert you when you're getting close to the marked area on the map. And uh, she's going to call up to the person up in the crow's nest. And she's going to shake her head and be like, I see nothing. That's a little worrying. Shawnee, your map isn't very good. Is it, is it like a sunken land? Is it one of those that we just have to wait like for the tide to go out or something? Do tides go out this far out? Kelsey, do the tides go out this far? Mm. Well, I'll go to the I'll go to the helm and I'll or the, the bow, not the bow. Is it the bow? What's the the aft? What's the front of the ship? The bow. I'll go to the bow of the ship and take a look out with my uh look out and, and scan the horizon. Okay, give me a perception. Or a king of the world check. I am the king of sparkles. Seventeen. You see uh, a couple of, of of little bumps in the water, and you also see the flick of a tail. It looks like some sort of water snake. There's a there's a water snake in the water, and it looks rather large. I'm going to run right up there and look over the side, because that sounds awesome. Bigger than a man, maybe bigger than a boat. Not sure yet. Brett, do you want to roll uh, perception or nature? 16. And you notice that there are little uh, scales and uh, and fins. It's a water dragon. It's a water dragon. I immediately assume it's a water dragon. That's right. You keep using that imagination there, Corby, and imagine all the water dragons you want to. <sighs> Thanks, Sparkles. See, Jameson agrees right, with uh, me. Jameson, it's it's totally not a water dragon. I, I know, but it's more fun to tell Corby it is. So Captain Stone will signal to Josiah to slow the boat down. And as you get closer, you are all huddled at the bow, looking out. You see what looks like a giant pipe sticking up out of the ocean. Whatever is in the water is encircling it. That's the water dragon's lair right there. How big's the pipe? The pipe is probably a good um, five feet in diameter. And it's kind of thick, so it's, it's going to be pretty sturdy. What the heck would have built a pipe like that? I turn and I ask the, uh, Captain Stone that. I've been sailing the sea all my life, and I've never seen anything quite like that. Hmm. I'm more worried about what be churning in the waters than in the pipe. Uh, wa- water, water dragon? <sighs> yes, me boyo. 
I've been worrying about the water dragon. Well, you tell me what it is if it's not a water dragon, smarty. It could be a hydra, a chul, a dragon turtle, a kraken, a sea hag's illusion, dire crocodile, several hunter sharks, a demon, a genie, an elemental, marrow, shagon, giant eel, goliath eel, mammoth eel, maybe even the mythic merfolk. Well, after she says that, I will look at Bash and say, whoa, well, yeah, I guess it's probably not a water dragon then. Kind of disappointed and want to see a water dragon. Just look at my shoes and walk away, stupid know-it-all boss lady. I shake my head at Captain Stone. I'm like, did you have to ruin his dream? Oh, did I squash his 30-second long dream? Oh, no. I feel terrible. Shani's going to lean over to Jameson and go, picking up any magic off of that? Because that just seems rather unbelievable that that's just out here. Uh, Shani, I don't actually detect magic. You just me. Correct. Got it. You got it. You got it. That and sparkles. It's fabulous. Trust me. Does somebody want to try to figure out if there's magic uh, afoot? Well, we don't. I don't think we have the tool set to do that unless you're going to let us make an arcana check to to do so. Yeah, that would be the tools at your. Cool. I will uh, use make an arcana check to see what's going on with the magic in this place. I turn and I say what I said to Ashani. They said, "But I'll give it a go. Maybe I can get something off of it." And then I extend a hand. And it starts glowing with prismatic light and sparkles, and I detect auras. And I got and I got an 18. So there are two different vibes you're getting. There's magic coming from the pipe, which is definitely not natural. It was definitely somebody, a sorcerer, a wizard, some sort of magic user has, has magicked this. But there is also natural magic coming from the creature that is swimming around it. When I look at the pipe and look at the water that's sloshing around it, is any of the water going inside of the pipe? Yeah, the water would have to be a good 10 feet higher in order for the water to slosh, slosh in. If you get close enough, you can try to throw water in it to it and see what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna, when, when we get close enough, I'll actually give that a go. Jameson, the kind of vibe you get off of this magic is that it is, it is the type of magic one would put around an entrance to an important place. There also is some sort of spell. It has something to do with, like, air, but you're not exactly sure if it's, like, air you breathe or something that the air does to you. There's something about air happening. I'm going to guess that the the air magic around this, my friends, because there's air magic around this, uh, will cushion a descent of ours, but I would suggest that we try to test that theory before we implement it. Okay. We're going to use Corby to test it. I am not go- I do not. I, I do not like tight spaces. I'm not going down first. Ishanti, I was expecting us to like throw a bag of salt down there or something. That actually makes sense. As you come closer, whatever's in the water uh, starts to ram up to the side of your boat to try and rock it. I look over the side of the boat at the thing that just rocked our boat, and I'm like... Do you want to talk or do you want to die? You don't hear anything back. It has enough force that, I mean, if if you hadn't already sort of caught a glimpse of it, you might think that it was a whale. Mm. You know what? Uh, I'm annoyed by this thing that's attacking our ship. I'm going to throw a chromatic orb at it because I can. Oh, go ahead and do that, Jameson. Does a 16 hit the snake thing? It does. So the chromatic orb is multicolored, right? It in fact is. I see a disco ball, personally. I get to change what it is. So it is a it is a fluctuating orb of different elements. When it hits the target, it turns into cold, I decide. So it freezes. 
you see part of the water freeze. And you assume part of the creature as well. And you hear a, an unpleasant sound coming to your ears. Ishani looks over at Jameson and goes, So I guess we're fighting instead of negotiating? Well, I tried to talk to it. It didn't talk back to us, so then I hit it. So let's go ahead and uh, roll some initiative. And so began the battle with, I'm afraid to say, not a water dragon. And then you feel something hit, slide down and fall prone. And Kelsey, you're just surprised. And i yelling like, if you want to talk, come out of the water. <laughs> Stop running into my boat. Yeah, up close, unless something is out of the water, you can't you can't see. So you hear a shout from behind you, and you look over and see some sort of snake-like, but like made of water. You don't know if it's a, a, a tentacle or maybe part of like the snake's body, rolls up onto the deck and grabs one of the other sailors. Not good, not good. The whatever it is uh, around Josiah, he yells like, What the heck is this? Tentacles, body, water, whatever, pulls him backwards into the water. I'm going to get Kelsey away from the uh, from the railing. Kelsey hits. That particular tentacle disappears. Nicely done, sis. I'm going to grab a length of rope and run to the look down into the ocean to see if I can see Josiah down there. I cast dancing lights and I create four glowing orbs and I put them under the ship. You definitely see Josiah but you don't see the thing. The captain has been grabbed and it's being pulled off the side. <gasps> oh, hell no. Oh, bang! I whack it with my shield. Kelsey, yes, you, you would be able to sneak attack it, basically. You think you're gonna stab your dagger into basically water but you actually feel something solid and you are able to cut a large gash. This creature rears up, you know face is kind of like a dragon, Corby. told you it's a fucking water dragon. Looks like it's made entirely out of water. Uh, hello water dragon, made of water, duh. The captain is gonna yell it's a water weird, you idiot. Dragon, it's not weird. I have an 18 and a minus one on my nature, that's not bad. You know what this is. Oh my god. I mean, Jameson, so do you, but that's not surprising. Oh, this is a bad idea. Jump off the ship <laughs> to where hopefully I can get down to Joe's time. Hey, water weird. And I clap my hands together and create a giant explosion of sparkles to get its attention. So it takes seven points of lightning damage and the lightning just keeps hitting it. I have to, I have to drop my shield on the deck and go sword in hand over the side. You see it trying to make a movement, but then the chromatic orb hits it right in its open mouth and you see the water around it uh, just dissolve and it starts uh, raining back into the ocean. You see Josiah is not being dragged down anymore, but he is unconscious. You do see the captain. She she breaks out of the water, gasps for air. My goal is get unconscious man and uh, or individual and drag the helmsman back. When you break out of the, the water and you're like sort of holding Josiah, he starts uh, sputtering and coughing. I'll walk over to you, crouch down. I'll take him. 
Well, you're you're all able to get back on the ship. Uh, Captain Stone will ask what happened. We were attacked by a water weird. What? Will you ask what happened? Yes, that part I know. I'm a little cranky. Did you dismiss it? Did you kill it? What happened? I killed it. Well, we all killed it, but I killed it a lot. Captain Stone looks up at the crow's nest with a disbelieving look on her face. Yeah, Jameson, you, you, you get the idea that she doesn't think that highly of your skills. I think Captain Stone's great. She's an excellent captain. But, you know, people don't like me. It's fine. I get it. I'm a bit um abrasive. All right. So the cap- so Captain Stone will um start going around ass- assessing the ship. Yeah, I'll take Josiah down to the sick bay and use some of the off-the-shelf stuff down there. I'm going to go down. I'm going to slide down like I did before. And then I'm going to go down to the... S- wherever the medical area is on the ship and go Ashanti, uh, I need, I need a little help. And then I open up my cloak and like, I have like ice shards that are melting on me that have cut me all across my chest and arms. Wow. Impressive. Thank you for your help. Oh, well that is the kindest thing you've ever said to me. I think Kelsey, maybe you're not so crotchety. I apologize for saying that before. To your actual question, Kelsey, it is neither good nor evil. It was placed here by somebody who was actually rather powerful. So yes, it's, of course it's going to be dangerous, as Ashani said. Captain Stone will uh, put her hand on Jameson's shoulder and say, Actually, water weirds can be either evil or good, depending on the purpose they were created for. We could be looking at someone who's just overprotective, or we could be looking at someone who really wants people to be kept out. I could have told you that if you just asked me. Semantics, Captain, but I see what you're saying. Well, the good news is you are where you think you need to be, so even though Josiah's kind of down for the count, there is a possibility for y'all to rest if you'd like. Uh, Some of the crew members seem to be banged around, but it's nothing that some salves and some light healing magic won't uh, won't help out. So we can take a short rest? It's going to take us at least, it's going to take at least an hour to assess... Deal with this guy, deal with this. No, I think Jameson may have burned through a lot of resources. I'm fine. I haven't... Uh, I'm okay. I, can, I have some more spells at my disposal. Yeah, I'd rather go now while the... Go where? Down the pipe. Down that little yeah. pipe? Let us let us proceed. How deep is that thing? Yeah, see, I don't like being stuck in really tight, cramped places. That's not going to go over well with me. You, never, you only live once. It's only like five feet across. I mean, you can't like... Ashani, can you fix my chest? I can't please? stretch out Thank in you. that. So you really were hurt. This not okay. Uh, then I will do do a cure wounds on uh, Jameson here. There's seven. Thanks. That's good enough. As you're kind of you know wringing out your clothes, those of you who got wet and and talking about potentially going down the pipe, Kelsey, it occurs to you as a rogue. That if there is one protector, that there's probably going to be other protections. You don't know what they are, but it just, it you just start thinking about it and you're like, hmm, if this was basically the guard dog, we can probably expect traps or more guard dogs down below. <laughs> Avanti, Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at Incompetech.com.
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS. I was actually on a large uh, ocean-going vessel at one point, not like huge, like a uh, whale-watching ship, and I had a whale, this is real life, I had a whale bang into it because its calf wanted to come see what we were doing. So the mom like submerged underneath the calf, came up between us and it, and went boom, and just hit our boat and rocked the whole thing. That's it's pretty fucking freaky. When you see a huge humpback whale, it goes, nah, I've had enough of your shit. <clears throat> you don't belong in the water anyway, land breather.